0: Oh, you know, Neil, I'm Limitate, just sitting here smiles. thinking. Okay. Oh, you're such a good son of the soil. No, a, a what? A good son of the soil.
1: Oh,
2: okay.
0: You know, you, you, you're opting for the protection of others. I think that's beautiful. <laughs> it's more of a requirement <laughs> than it is protecting Oh but, geez. Yeah, I hate
1: these things. Oh my wow. gosh, I hate them.
0: I hate them for my short but, little yeah. stints to maybe the shop or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine mm-hmm. what it must be like to wear it all day long. I would go. Dude, mad. and
1: then like I recently bought myself beard oil.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, for
1: my beard to like start connecting. Mm-hmm. But it's futile putting <laughs> it on because by the time I get to work, all the beard oils transferred to my mask. So <laughs> that's another I mean, these masks don't want us to thrive.
0: So your beard is not connecting.
1: (laughs) It's not connecting and it's not going to connect for a very long time.
0: Okay, that's the most uh, innovative way I've heard. Somebody describe, you know, uh, sparsely populated beard. (laughs) (laughs) So this week we had a question. Um, Neil, can you remember what it is?
1: Definitely, I can. I just don't know if I'm gonna do a good job of phrasing mm. it. But um, you're in rehearsal. Okay. I just tuned. I just tuned. Or oh, I just kind of. What's the English word for this?
0: I have no idea.
1: For assuming you now, I'm assuming your your voice and the way you'd say oh, this. My word. There's a word for it. I'm channeling my inner English. Okay.
0: But oh, a Lord, what's yeah. going to happen?
1: <laughs> no, now there's pressure now. So I'm just going to say it as it okay. is. You're at rehearsal and someone next to you is singing a bit loud uh, or loud. I don't know if it's louder than they should be or louder in general. But how do you tell them that they're doing the most? How do you tell them <laughs> that they're singing too loudly? <laughs> That's all Neil. <laughs> none, none of Aunt Lisa is in there.
0: <laughs> okay. So, well, let's
4: let's go to this one first um, so yeah um, good run everyone Um, let's just run through that again and everyone just listen that you're not singing too loudly because you know the balance is just a little bit off I don't know where it's coming from But just, can we all just do that again and just listen and make sure that we're not louder than the next person?
0: And I almost just took my first breath and it was over.
1: Such a nice guy. But
0: it was so beautiful. It was like so, he was in the thing. He said the things Mm. and I, you know what? I can, it's almost like I can hear his father's voice singing, children keep in the middle of the road. <laughs> in the
1: middle of the road. I don't know which key he's singing in, but yeah.
0: You know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's a nice yeah. middle of the road. It's not offensive. Um, but he's not making mm. a doormat of himself either. You know, Mm -hmm. um, is clear. It's clear when he's trying. Yeah, you know, and that's why I love the other contributors because they gave all the other shades to this thing. You know. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, okay, let's listen to this one.
5: I think what I'll start by addressing is to relate. To whoever would be singing too loud in a rehearsal, what was related to me by experienced people. I mean, uh, one person that comes to mind is uh, Lindumuzi Mgoma, uh, a choir master who actually is still a director of the Ionian Society, the Ionian Society, which was headed by Karim Mgoma, Spongilo, Spongilo Komalo's father. So he once said to me, that, or to us in a choir space, that uh, as soon as you cannot hear the people you are standing with or singing with on your flanks, uh, it means that you are singing too loud. You are singing too loud if you cannot hear the people next to you. So you might just want to lower your voice a bit so that you can hear and even hear the others next to the the ones that are next to you, and then the objective of 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 wanting to achieve a goal with whatever song the dynamics that we would want to hear in a song would be achieved. So it's it's of paramount importance to hear what others are saying are singing. You know, even if a song can be. a at a loud point but you know it's amazing this music thing how important it is to hear what the others are saying so that you know the music can be enjoyable and I mean the, the end user can enjoy uh, in the end right, because that's the whole idea so I think that's what I'll say because I think sometimes uh, it's good to bring practical examples that you've been taught as well not just uh, taking a uh, ideas out of your head and just uh, telling the people what to do if you are in charge of a rehearsal. So it's very important to bring lived experiences or advice so that they can also continue uh, sharing information of that sort, you know. So that's what I'll do, you know.
1: So I love what he mentioned, I love what he mentioned about if you can't hear the people, which resonates. (laughs) Why am I bringing Lusty (laughs) it back into this podcast? Which resonates with what you say all the time at rehearsal, Aunt If you can't hear the person next to you, maybe you're singing a bit too loud. Mm. I really do love that. And it boils down to my favorite topic in the world, blend.
0: Absolutely. Mm. You know, Mm. you're making me itch to go to my answer to the question. Um, yeah. But I think I first just want to say that with this contributor that we've just listened to, um, he's such mm. a name dropper. <clears throat>
1: of note. <laughs> and I learned now I have every, every after every episode,
0: I'm on Google
1: like, who
0: is this? Who is that? Yeah. So it's good. You know, he's teaching you mm. about the South mm. African music industry. And I, we mm. appreciate it, Mr. Contributor Number One. Yeah. Um, But the thing that stands out for me also is that you actually have to learn before you can direct. Mm. So that's why it's so, you have to learn, you have to gain the knowledge before you can share it. And that's Mm. why it's so interesting to us when we come across directors who haven't learned it formally but are doing it because it's in them in.
2: In, yes, in.
0: you know, so that's yeah. why that's sort of like yeah. a little thing for us to look at. Ooh, oh, Kiki! yeah, but she knows. Oh, he, ah, has mm. using that. You know, I love that. Mm. I am addicted mm. to discovering stuff like that. You know, and discovering mm. people like that. Um, but yeah, so there's another contributor that agrees with him. In fact, she had the, very, she had the very same piece of advice given to her
2: so
4: let's hear so in this instance i would share with them a piece of advice that was shared with me i was once told like um as i was being introduced to like the different types of music that you always need to make sure that you can hear the person next to you especially if you're like in a group you never want to drown out the person with the lightest voice people's voices are not the same some have light voices some have strong voices but when you pick a certain type of music to sing you kind of have to mold your voice to fit that kind of music so not everyone though has like those projectile voices so that was definitely the advice I'd give Always make sure you can hear the person next to you because that usually allows for you to be aware of any imbalances that are around. And usually when a person just hears that piece of advice, it just clicks, but you might be a bit much. So you have to like take it back a bit. So
0: again, advice that that Mm. is given, you know, To someone and that someone is now sharing it with us and our six million listeners. I love how this number increases (laughs) each week. Dramatically (laughs) we speak these things into existence. So Mm, manifest. This this thing about it comes up for me again, you know, about learning from others so that you can share it with others. Mm. You know, isn't that how knowledge is passed on from generation to generation? You know, um, we're privileged to be a part of that. You know, if we get some small role to play, it's a privilege, I believe. So one thing that does always stick out for me is this need to establish a framework right from the start. A framework upon which this said singing is to take place. So for instance, you cannot call a group of 30 people together and not accept that this is a choir.
2: Mm.
0: You know? In a trio, Mm. it's different. In a duet, it's different. In a quartet and so on. The whole issue of blend is not something to be addressed after you've taught everybody the song, you know, shouting the notes, banging the notes on the Mm. piano, taught the song, Mm. everybody sings the song, you snap, snap, and everybody sings the song in a strict time. Now you want to talk about blend. Now you want to, mm. all those rehearsals, people have practiced exactly the way they've been singing, what they're gonna do. Mm. you know, and now you're actually asking them to unlearn. Mm. So also, also within with, with that same setup of, of, of setting up, a, you know, establishing a framework, There are specific balance and tone requirements that apply depending on which grouping you're singing in.
1: So so speak English. The most
0: individual you can be is in a duet. Okay. You can each be individual. It's not too much. There's, Mm. There's room for for two ideas, for, for the idea of two. It also does depend Mm. what the duet is. If it's piano and vocal, I mean, we can't have the piano, the pianist, you know, playing with their feet and jumping on the piano, you know, to make a performance Mm. out of it and outshine what the, the the part that carries the words, you know, it's so stupid. Mm. Some people do that though. Um, But in a trio, it's a little bit different. Because you've got two other voices to listen to besides yourself, mm. you know? And then in a mixed group and in a choir and so on. I mean, in a choir, it's the most dangerous if someone sticks out. Because mm. that's where we expect, the, the, you know, the, 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 the most um, blended singing, actually.
2: Because yeah. it's a
0: lot of people. But yeah, I am, I, um, that's just something that stands out for me in general when it comes to Mm. the question of blend
2: Mm.
1: i think speaking about that i just i've been and this is low-key bragging and i'm really not trying to brag but it's going to come across as i think i've just been privileged to sing with the right people because what you mentioned about addressing blend from the get-go you know Mm. not at a later stage where you people have to unlearn i think that just came naturally with everyone I've had to sing with or everyone I have sung mm. with. So that's interesting that you, that, 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 that has never been a lesson that has needed to be instilled mm. in the groups that I've sung with mm. before. And I've never thought of it that way.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's so much to think about, Neil, so much, mm. you know, and I mean, those, those thoughts that I have, I mean, they are lessons that I've taught myself, you know, from observation and from learning the hard way and from getting it right without realizing it. All those add to my basket of, of, of tips and um, lessons that I've learned, mm. you know. So mm. I almost, for, for every single thing, I have a story or an experience or an event that happened, you know, that taught me my lesson um hmm. but yes i i i have had many bad experiences <laughs> with blend and i've also had very many very good experiences. good experiences that's exactly what Excellent i was gonna experiences. say yeah awesome experiences, <laughs> <Hair raising> experiences. <laughs> that's because i've sung with you oh yeah
1: no please oh please we know who we are talking about here oh
0: yes yes um
1: it might be a duet, it might be a trio, mm. it might be a duet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: no, that is just an absolute synergy.
1: Yeah. Mm. Mm. Can I ask you a question? Mm. I'm not going to mention mm. the duet, but when we talk about blend in that setting, mm. was it a matter of you having sung together for an X amount of years or musical intelligence or musical um intelligence was it two people who knew how to blend and two people who understand music coming together to sing together or did that happen was that product formulated by you guys having sung together for a long time
0: hmm. that's a very 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 good question um, and thinking about it i can honestly say that there was no plan it just happened
1: it just happened from the word. Yes. Way.
0: And I don't know, maybe we should ask my mom, you know, if there was a plan. Um, but Because my mom put us together, you know, and said we should sing. Um, okay. She was still in high school. I had just finished school. And, um, yeah, my mom chose the songs and um, um, sort of guided us into what kind of genre or approach is not being done, you know. Mm, and mm, um, she mm. would tell me which parts of my voice to exploit. So she would say, That part mm. is so beautiful, beautiful, floaty. That's the part of your voice that's shiny, you know? Mm, um, mm. And um, yeah, she worked with, with both of us in different ways, you know? Um, so the only education, that, the only education we've had is from my mom um and so this it just happened naturally um and we didn't we didn't even have to think about it we just enjoyed it you know and yes there were were challenges Mm. and stuff and whatever Mm. i'm not saying it was all it's all moonshine and roses but there's just an enjoyment of Mm. music um, that i am now only fully beginning to feel you know um, so that duet holds a very special mm, place mm. in terms of, 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 that, you know, it takes a certain kind of adrenaline mm. to be able to, to do it. Um, <laughs> and you can yes, yes. And we you are very see. vulnerable yeah. afterwards. You know, um, I say that to mm. all of the blessers and the whatevers don't do that, man. You know, people are very vulnerable when they've expended mm. a lot of adrenaline. So, mm, but here, mm, someone, so, mm. you know, actually, the next contributor, I sang a duet with her, a beautiful duet, really? yeah, when we were in high school. I wonder if she remembers even. But anyway, let's hear what she says about the question.
3: Truth be told, this has happened to me on countless occasions. And I've always refrained from letting the person know that they are singing too loud in the spirit of getting along. Um, But having said that, uh, my experience has been that usually if I can hear it, the choir director has picked up on it. And say for instance, if the choir director doesn't do anything about it and it just becomes really, really hard to hear everyone around me because, you know, my buddy who's standing next to me is singing too loud. Um, I would actually recommend or talk to the choir director and recommend that we do some home up exercises that addresses the whole issue of balance and tone. Um, and then that way it's addressed to the whole choir at large. Uh, not singling out the person with the hopes that, you know, it will correct itself. If for some reason or the other that does not happen and they are still singing too loud, well then one could always move to sectionals, and this has happened, where um, I've been in, you know, the alto section and the director has gotten so frustrated that he would make us sing in pairs and work on blending, listening, making sure we're not singing too loud where we can't hear the other person. Um, I think it's really good skills actually to have as a uh, choir member is the ability, well, firstly to sing, but really the ability to be able to hear, to be able to listen, to be able to blend in such a way that you can hear yourself, but at the same time, still hear all of the other harmonies. So yeah. And if that doesn't work, then obviously a private conversation needs to be held, but definitely not by me, um, by the choir director, you know, just making that person aware of the fact that, you know, in the choir, we need really good listening skills. Um, so that we can work together. The saying goes the whole is greater than the sum of the parts and I think that's definitely the case when uh, singing in a choir or a group.
0: Ooh, I recognize that so much in the spirit of getting along. (laughs) You know?
2: (laughs) Mm. Oh Mm.
0: man, it's so difficult
1: Something Something we never Or something we hardly talk about is that Music involves (laughs) people And sometimes people don't always get along
0: And I mean, yeah Mm. I used to take it so personally If a rehearsal Mm. didn't go well I would beat myself up As to what I possibly did wrong That made or didn't do That made that rehearsal not pop Oh And that's no. no longer
1: the case,
0: eh? No. Mm. And the, 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 these are new experiences, new feelings for me. So it's, it's really exciting. Um, but she mentioned two words <laughs> that we've already mentioned, um, balance and tone, you know, very important aspects of group mm. singing. And, uh, yeah, it, it, in general, um, it seems that, you know, people are comfortable Oh, 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 oh! This is what I wanted to say about, about her. She was speaking from the perspective of being a member of a choir, not being the director. So she is now affected Direct, yeah. by the person yeah. singing too loud because she's there in the area, or mm. you know, she's in the choir. So um, I also found mm. that interesting, you know. Um, so her advice mm. was being given as uh, from the perspective of someone who would receive those words
1: you know do you know what i'd be interested in knowing like besides how would you tell the person that they're singing too loud i think another question i'd like to know is or like to be asked which we can't answer now is how would you react or how would you respond to that situation so would you sing softer would you also sing louder you know what what do you do besides telling the person? Just Neil, speaking to your musicality
0: Neil, now, or... Neil, Neil. That is just, Yo, that's the nub of it. Each one of us has a part to play. Cool. You know, I, I, I'm in agreement with everybody's approach. In fact, I would, I would support any director's approach. As long as it doesn't hurt. Okay. You know, as long as it's not hurtful because you know how we we mm. are as human beings we we do the best that we can with the information that we have at the time so you know that's how where that director mm. is going to be operating mm. from so i have great respect for people who are, are, are brave enough to put themselves in positions where they will be confronted with things like these so Mm. I was thinking about this person that is singing too loudly and I was thinking, you know, can't they think for themselves? You know, can't they? Can't they hear? Can't we you must hear? See It's about listening. Yeah. You know, what what, what can I do? Yeah. You know. And yeah. it struck me then, what about the people around that one that is singing too loudly? <laughs> You yeah, know,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: how about something like, okay, Neil, please could you take your voice a bit further back? A- and Ongama and Tanono, you can bring your voices forward too, a bit. You see, mm. for me, mm. this is what finding blend is. It's your relationship and your interaction
1: mm, absolutely. based
0: on said relationship with the voices around you.
1: I long for that, Aunt (laughs) Liz.
0: You long for it?
1: I really long for that. I'd love to have that kind of relationship, that musical relationship Mm. with someone. And it's weird, when I watch you guys sing, I can highest of keys relate (laughs) with what's going on. On stage with every <laughs> moment and every glitch or every perfect moment, every you know, I relate, and I'm like, when am I gonna have oh. that with
0: someone? Um, mm-hmm. wow. Mm-hmm. You're listening to so much more than the music, right? Yeah. Eh? Oh,
1: absolutely. I'm listening and watching so much more My than goodness. what's going
0: on. My goodness. So, um hey, we've gotta to listen to this one
2: um i think it would all depend on how close the singer and i are if we're close enough i would be honest and pretty blunt with him uh, or her and just be like you're getting quite loud now you know tone me down a bit if we're not then I think that I would hint at the situation. Start a conversation. You know, just be really casual about it. Maybe talk about our favorite singers, what we like about them, what we don't like about them, you know, their technicalities within singing. Um, And, you know, introduce my faults in the conversation in the hopes that they would introduce their faults so we can talk about it. Um, Hopefully one of their faults that they think they have would be singing loudly um and you know in this way we both leave the conversation having learned something and hopefully are able to correct um whatever we have learned
1: it, it goes does. back to that relationship at least. It goes back to that relationship thing that we spoke about earlier. I think it really is important, the kind of relationship you have with people. And I think that defines your response to the situation or that, you know, shapes your response to the situation. Um, personally, I, I I love singers and I love groups that genuinely get along. Because I think in that instance, things just mm-hmm. work, you know? And I could be wrong because I haven't experienced enough of that, but I think groups that generally get along, mm. magic happens musically.
0: Do you otherwise. think that there could be a separation of the social relationship and the musical relationship?
1: Personally, I don't, I wouldn't want for there to be a separation. I feel. I want to genuinely get along with the people I sing with or that I'm involved with. But I get that sometimes people just don't get along. But what they can produce together musically is magic, you know? So I've do- definitely forgotten <laughs> the question that you've asked, but I'd like to think that <clears throat> relationshipically and musically, things need to be cohesive. Like Yeah,
0: I fully agree. Together. I actually... Um, um... It's mm. it's it's not so much a social relationship that's that's the issue. It's um, we we confuse a social relationship with a courteous relationship. You know what I mean? Mm, courteous okay. doesn't just okay. mean you say hello. Okay. okay. Yes. Okay. That's that's not what cur- courteous is being kind. Mm. It's being good, being pleasant, mm. being amiable, being affable, mm.
5: mm.
0: being get along withable. You know, um, yeah. and I think that that needs to be in place because it affects the music so much. And that I can tell you ten thousand stories. I should write three books about all the experiences <laughs> I've had. You know.
1: Yeah. No, in that case, Andries, I think if if a courteous relationship is present, there's yes. no need for a social relationship to be present. I think as mm. long as the music can move forward and as long as there aren't any, there isn't mm. any conflict or glitches, you know, so we don't need to be the best mm. of friends to sing together. We just yes. do need to treat each other yes. with respect.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Thanks no, for bringing I, I, that I up. Just, I, I found it um, very interesting in, in, in your reflection on this last contributor. And you know, no? um, hmm, mm.
1: But I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just love it, though. I mean, yes, it's not important for you to be best friends. I just love it when that is the case. I just love it when groups of people who sing together mm, genuinely mm. get along. Yes. Beyond the Curtis, Yes. You know,
0: really and I beautiful. think that, you yeah, know, um, it is beautiful and it's something to be celebrated. However, do not hold it up as a gold standard, mm. Nick. Because um, there will be situations Absolutely not Yes And don't let that influence your appreciation And enjoyment of the music Mm. You know I'm aware of such
1: things I'm a big boy now And believe it or not Years ago I would have probably thought that like It's not a group if we're not going (laughs) to hang out together And if we're not going to do things together I'm not singing for it, I'm sorry You were
0: there?
1: I was definitely
0: there (laughs) Goodness. Yeah. Um, I don't think I was ever there. I was, you know, social interaction was just my kryptonite.
2: <clears throat>
0: so I would go into performance mm-hmm. mode and, you know, do unnecessary things, you know, to impress and to please and so on. But yes, the one that mm-hmm. actually um, makes me think of the one part of this last contributor's um, <clears throat> response to the question. Um, I liked the way she spoke about, you know, high, highlighting her own shortcomings just to make somebody else feel more at ease. Mm, like,
1: at ease yes, and comfortable enough know, to share these. I would always
0: yeah. um, do that, though, from a, a wrong place because I always believed that if I make myself, you know, broken and bad and, you know, the worst, then people can feel better.
2: Mm.
0: And eventually that became an expectation mm. of myself that I must do that in order for other people to feel better. Yo. So I would say these words, and I'm known as somebody who will do that. You know, I'm open about my voice is not liquor today, mm. you know, whatever, you know, everybody laughs at that. Agreed. Um, but Agreed. I am de- I'm able to demonstrate yeah. what must be done still, you know. But <clears throat> make no <laughs> what mistake. Flex, what a flex. So- <sighs> and that always
1: precedes your, like, <laughs> Your demonstrations <laughs> hey guys my voice is not clicker today or please don't listen to my voice isn't to my intention or and i'm just like this lady is about to blow us away <laughs> yet she's talking such nonsense. Oh my <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah i um i just i feel like now um i see the world with different eyes you know in the last um i would say six mm. months or so um i've really been softening and and mm. just like relaxing into my world and seeing the world so much differently that now I realize that, you know, Mm. it makes people feel at home. If they know that you also have a a place in your voice that you don't know how to sing, you know, an awkward spot. It's not an awkward spot because there's something wrong. It's an awkward spot because that is your unique changeover. Everybody's is different, you know, and that's your unique Mm. changeover. Mm. So all you need to learn to to do is navigate that change. It's just for you. Mm.
2: That's
1: all you have to do. That is all you. And I think like, I'm just going to, I'm about to like be like vulnerable right now, but I think one of the biggest lessons and most satisfying lessons I've learned recently is I come from a family of high singers, people who sing 10 and people who sing up there in the the skies. and Mm. And I've never been there. You know, so a lot of the time I'm singing falsetto to reach those notes that are sung so comfortably Mm. by the rest of the people Mm. I come from. So, and I'd feel so bad about it because it'd be like, Mm. I'm not a tenor, I'm not a tenor, I'm not a tenor. And only to discover, and not them specifically, but there's a bunch of people who just as well as I <laughs> can't reach those notes, but do falsetto. But it's not a matter of reaching those notes with your natural. Sometimes it's a matter of yes. navigating, like you say, or finding that yes. switch and perfecting that switch and making your falsetto sound properly enough to, Sheesh. you know, work with everything else or work with what's going on. But you I don't know. have to reach those notes. It and is. that's so emancipating, you know, it in your natural so voice. At least.
0: You know, the, 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 um, yeah. the, the only reason that you would attempt to reach those notes is when you are rehearsing, you know, when you are learning about something, when you're having a lesson mm. on how to use that full, full voice of yours just to feel where it is so that it's a mm. reference. Remember, our bodies remember everything. So the way your throat felt when you belted out that mm. note, your throat, the cells remember, the muscles remember. So you want to avoid that feeling, surely. So it's going to influence how Mm. you you change over, you know? So there are all these things. Anyway, I'm getting like hugely sidetracked, but just, yeah, you know, our own shortcomings
3: (laughs) can be
0: uh, shared um, in in the spirit of making people remember that they're not alone, you know?
1: And like, let's talk about these things so that we feel comfortable about sharing them and know that there's someone else who struggles Mm -hmm. just as much as you
0: do. You know? It's beautiful. What beauty. This is a beautiful podcast.
1: (laughs) In knowing that someone else is struggling, (laughs) there's beauty in knowing someone else
2: struggles.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I I, I can't believe I'm actually going to say this.
1: But... I can't believe I'm about to hear it. Yeah.
0: Um. Next week, will be the last episode with these five contributors.
1: Has time gone by so quickly? We're
0: almost onto our third season. Wow!
1: Have you (laughs) not shot like two episodes of this? This is the third season
0: two. So there's only one more. And then it's the live, okay. uh, which I hope everybody will, will join us um, on in. Um, and then.
1: Prepositions mm? are a problem.
0: Yeah, I'm saying prepositions are, are a problem. Sometimes. So, so we hope that you've enjoyed this week's um, uh, podcast. We hope that um, when you find yourself in that situation, whether it be as a participant in a group of singers or as the director of a group of singers, we hope that this discussion will come up in your mind when you are faced with this one. and
1: Antis, can I put you on the spot quickly? For the musicians and the people who sing, who are listening to this podcast, do you have any substantial, powerful, <laughs> meaningful, you <What>? know, constructive, <laughs> I'm putting pressure on you now, <laughs> advice or tips on blend? I think you, it, it, this, this podcast would be a mess if you wouldn't share
0: a tip okay, so, so blend. I don't mind doing that personally um secondly um some of the things have been mentioned right um but i I just want to re-emphasize that coming into the situation that you're going to be singing in you must know what it is so you must know whether it's a duet trio quartet Mm. mixed group choir you must know and then with each of those um with, with each set of circumstances that you'd find yourself in, there are specific requirements with regards blend. You know, we spoke a lot about the duet and then there's a trio and then a mixed group. I mean, for instance, take a mixed group, S-A-T-B, who almost without, without fail in the hymnal, for instance, the soprano has the melody. So the soprano can be a little louder than the others. That is a natural Mm. thing. The melody can stand out. In fact, it should. And then you have the bass, which is the other end. So if you've got your soprano doing the lead and she's a little bit, you know, like a little bit forward. and, And remember... I am not talking about a a recreated blend. I am talking about a live acoustic blend, which in itself for me is a higher form of Mm. artistry, you know, Um, where the musicians themselves have to do it. You have to do it when it's live and even better. So without Mm. uh, microphones, you know, Um, because adding microphones is another level of, of, of consider you know things that need to be considered, but anyway, so in that SATB, you see already I'm mm. mentioning a whole lot of different things that need to be looked at, but the key for me mm. is what is my place in this setup? What's my musical place? Mm. Um, we can do it in a song, so. In this song, I do not sing the lead. I do not sing the melody. Mm. So what is my place? Then I need to look at, okay, so I'm doing Mm. the second soprano. Is there an alto? Yes, there's an alto. Oh, there's another voice. There's an alto one and two. Okay. So I am part of actually four sounds. So I need to make sure that my second soprano, yes, it must bleed away from the first soprano in that beautiful way. where the one voice just splits into two. And then, you know, it must also sit in some kind of connection with alto one, especially. You know, if you're in alto two, you Mm. need to be cognizant that you are prone to sing too softly. That is my own research based on my own experience over the past 44 years. I have, uh, I was reciting that. You know, it's been like thirty, maybe thirty years um, that I've experienced this. That mm-hmm. second altos, generally, the velvety second altos, they don't sing loudly. You know, they tend to. S- well, is that a bad um, thing? Not loudly. You? you know, I'm just I'm talking about in context. Yes, they don't sing they forward. Don't sing- you know, that's okay, probably okay. part of why they have this beautiful tone. Mm. But acoustically, it does create a challenge because the higher Mm. resonances, the higher frequencies, the higher voices, you know, take up a lot of Mm. of the the room space, you know, in your ears. So um, Mm. it's easy to miss. So I Mm. always, always listen out for second alto in in an acoustic mix. So that's what four female parts in a choir, you know. Um, Yes. So who am I? in this setup and then sing accordingly. I feel like it's an individual thing. It's not to point fingers at that one is singing too loudly. You know what? Mm. You can also sing a bit louder. Each one of us, I love, I love this, no? Each one of us bring a color to a singing ensemble. Mm.
1: And you're speaking individually,
0: Individually. individually. In Each thing. one of us mm. brings something. Mm. And it's the most beautiful thing for me to experience at the beginning, say, of a CTE project where there are new people and whatever. I hear the dissonance, not in tone, but in blend. And I hear how there's almost like a jostling mm. for position at some stages. And I just, it's a phase. I know it will pass. I don't get all worked up about it. It, mm. must, it must we must go through it you know and we're going to find each other and then if i find mm. that specific groupings of people in the ensemble are taking too long to find each other um, i give them a nudge and i will say so, first sopranos you this one you need to sing a bit more forward that one you need to you need to pull back please and then you need to start listening to each other and see mm. how you make that combined sound you don't lose yourself you give of yourself mm. I mean, I love singing like mm. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: no, because these are the kinds of things that give me like. So,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't want to, yeah. I, I can go on forever, but yeah, it's for me, it comes down to understanding who I am, you know, in this jam. Um, and, mm. and, and using my voice accordingly. Yeah. So (laughs) Neil you caught me off guard there And you got me all excited Now everybody knows how I get When I get (laughs) excited about something Um,
3: But I'm not shy
1: So to the masses Thank you so much for joining us On this week's episode Of the Saturday Night Five from myself and on lease